Because I think a lot of the times we feel out of control. Like I have to respond to these emails takes you out of the driver's seat. You're living by somebody else's schedule, right? So how can you gain clarification so that you can make more informed decisions that can help you feel a whole heck of a lot better? Hey, I'm Alicia Wood, and I've spent the past 10 years studying self-betterment. I went from lacking confidence as an overweight, socially anxious outsider to becoming a fitness pro and building a thriving wellness community rooted in fitness, play, and mindset. When it comes to wellness, there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach, which is why each week I'm going to bring you a different perspective on all things mind, body, soul. This is the Fuel Your Fire podcast. We are rounding out this week of workplace well-being, um, and I'm really excited to chat with you a little bit about um, reducing stress at work. Now, this is obviously about workplace wellness um, and well-being this month, so I'm targeting it towards work, um, but you can obviously look through this through any type of stress lens. This does not need to be done specifically for work, but I kind of wanted to give you an activity that you can do on your own to combat some of the stress and anxiety that can come up. So what I want to talk to you about is putting your thoughts on trial. So this is an NLP technique. Uh, neuro-linguistics programming uh, technique. And so NLP is really about kind of diving into your thoughts and behaviors and then changing them so that they can work for you, for you to achieve your goals, feel better, um, relieve yourself of that stress, relieve yourself of anxiety, but starting to be able to tune in and give you tools to use to be able to um, feel good. There's a whole bunch of other ways that you can describe that as well, but that's how I like to look at it through like a very basic um, level. So today I wanna chat about putting your thoughts on trial. So let's think about a thought that you might have about work that is causing you stress and anxiety. So let's say you think that you need to reply to emails immediately. You need to reply to an email immediately um, because that's just the way that the how things are expected of you and your boss will get mad. I don't know where that thought process might go or where it comes from. That's going to be your own thing is to figure out what you're thinking and, and kind of going through that. So when you have that thought, then you can go, okay, you can be the prosecutor, the defense attorney, and the judge in that situation. So you might have a piece of paper and you can do this now while you're listening to the podcast, unless of course you're driving or something. I highly recommend you don't also write things down, but you can be the prosecutor. And so the prosecutor is going to find holes in the story, right? The prosecutor is going to find holes in the story. The defense attorney is going to like double down on the thought, right? But in the court of law, You can only use facts. You can only use facts. So when you're going through this thought of, I need to respond to my emails immediately, we can only go through facts. So the prosecutor will be like, well, and they start to ask kind of questions like, well, 
Has anybody ever told you you need to reply to emails immediately? No, nobody's ever actually told me that. Okay. So nobody's told you that. And then you might be like, well, but I just know, like everybody just expects it to happen. Okay. And then the defense attorney might be like, well, Nancy one time got upset with me because I didn't respond to an email in time. Okay. And then the prosecutor might be like, well, did Nancy give you a deadline for that email? And then you might figure out like, well, no, technically they didn't give me a deadline for that email. So then we can start to figure out the details of it, right? So you might end up being like, well, I just assumed I always need to respond right away. But the reality is that might've just been one time sensitive incident that we've now based all of our beliefs and thoughts off of. So we need to figure out all the details of this situation and really get down to what is what are the facts of this situation. And then the judge can figure out whether or not it's true or false. And when you figure out that it's, we'll say in this situation that it's false, maybe I don't, wait, wait a second. Like it's even just giving you a new way of looking at it. Just being like, wait a second, maybe I don't need to respond to emails right away. Well, what could I do to ease my mind on that so I can figure that out? And so, I mean, there's an infinite number of things that you could do in that situation. One is to ask the person, is there a deadline on this? One is to set an out of office reply and say, I check my emails at this time and this time. If you need to get a hold of me faster, reach out to me here to kind of give people an idea that you're managing your time in a certain way. There are infinite ways that you could handle this situation. But until you actually know the facts of this situation, until you fully are able to draw out those facts, because we create story and we add layers and there's extra voices and (laughs) there's like all these, there's the one person in the office that gets really upset about it. Like we create these stories, but we don't actually know how people feel or what they're thinking or, or what they want unless they tell us. And then it becomes fact. So I think this is, I use this in a lot of different areas of my life. I'm constantly going, well, what are the facts here? Because I am so guilty. (laughs) It's not even a guilty thing, but I definitely can go down a, a rabbit hole believing something that when I sit there and I go, wait a second, what are the facts I can figure out are usually not true. If it doesn't feel good, typically I like to think of that as if it doesn't feel good, it's probably not true. And then I can go through that, through that path. And then you can start to question, like, what can I do differently? That's like, what's my next best thing that I can do? Like, what's the one thing I could do that could shift the way I feel about this? That could give me a little bit more control. Cause I think a lot of the times we feel out of control like I have to respond to these emails, takes you out of the driver's seat. You're living by somebody else's schedule, right? Somebody else and somebody sends you an email on a whim and you feel as though you need to respond. And that's not necessarily true. So how can you gain clarification so that you can make more informed decisions that can help you feel a whole heck of a lot better, (laughs) a whole heck of a lot better. Because I know that when I was working um, in an office environment, I definitely felt that. I felt like I always had to reply to emails. And at that time, I just 
didn't have my work email address on my phone specifically for that reason that I wouldn't see the emails in the evenings so that I didn't have to feel like I needed to respond to them if somebody was working late. Because the reality is somebody might be emailing you at 10 p.m. because that's the best time for them to email because their children have just gone to sleep and they're able to like pick back up on work and get something done. But it does not mean that they need a response from you. Usually, I mean, I don't even say usually, sometimes, maybe it's because they just want to get it off of their plate. And that's the best time for them to do that. Anyways, that's that. That was just one specific thought. But I hope that you can see that thought and then go, okay, well, what's, what's the other thing? Like, oh, my boss hates my presentations and never likes any of my ideas. Okay, well, how can I be the prosecutor, the defense attorney, and the judge on this one? How can I figure out the facts here? I'm socially awkward and people at work don't, don't like my company. Okay, well, that's not true. Let's figure out the facts here. <laughs> So diving into things like that. Um, if you ever need any support from he- from me, I am very, very happy to help. I love supporting um, my clients through these things. I have lots of tools that I work with uh, my clients one-on-one, and I also work with teams um, to help them understand these concepts and give them these tools so that they can feel good as a team and move forward as a team uh, together. So send me a message if you're interested. I am always here to chat. Even if you just have a question, you just want to chat, you just want to bounce something off me. I um, love supporting the Fuel Your Fire um, podcast community. You are all so incredible. And I'm really grateful that you are here every week or however often that you are here. I really appreciate it. And if you enjoyed this episode or you know somebody who is struggling with stress at work, they've got certain things that are going on, um, please send this episode off to them. Hopefully it will help them gain a tool that they can add to their toolbox to use whenever they need it. Have an epic, epic day. Have an epic day. (laughs) Have a great day. (laughs) Bye. You know, you're driving on the highway and you need to get over to the right lane because like the exit's coming up and you didn't realize the exit was coming up this fast. You just have to get over, but there's cars everywhere. And that car beside you just kind of slows down a little bit to let you in. And they they do that little arm wave to be like, come on in. Yeah, go ahead. Like I'm in no rush. It feels so nice to have that person let you into that lane because so often there are so many people who are like, no, you're not getting in here. Okay. So think about how good that person feels when they just graciously let the person in without getting angry and not wanting them to come into that lane. The next time you're driving in traffic, I recommend you take a little bit of extra time to allow cars to do what they need to do around you rather than hold them off because you want to get where you're going first. I know that seems like a little bit ridiculous because like we're all on tight schedules, but the more you let people in, the better you're going to feel, the less stressed you're going to feel behind that wheel. And that's just going to carry on throughout the rest of your day. By letting that car in, you're putting them ahead of you for a second. And that feels really good for them, but it also feels really good for you. You have the opportunity to put me ahead of your time right now. 
If you have a second to give this a five-star review, if you're still here, I'm assuming you loved it, (laughs) and subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes.